0: Here are two additional examples that we can see by reading the Old Testament Moses sanctified himself in the sight of God when he disobeyed God and struck the rock twice to bring water out of the rock and God told Moses at that time you will not be permitted to go into the promised land because you did not sanctify me. So this is a lesson to us. Sanctify God. How? By speaking what God has given you. Not trying to be wise in your own eyes. Showing God by sharing that which God has given you. Don't try to be clever in the eyes of man. We can learn that also by reading 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul made it very clear that he did not try to be clever and wise to men. For he wanted their power to be the power of God and not himself. So therefore, he spoke to them that which God had given him. Let's look for a moment at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The Apostle Paul said, starting at verse 1 And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified, the Word, the truth. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Verse four And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in The power of God. Moses did not sanctify God because he was angry at the people. And instead of doing what God said in striking the rock, he struck the rock twice to bring water out of the rock. And for that reason, he did not sanctify God because he did sanctify his own self and made him own self look powerful. And that's what we do if we try to do things of ourself. We don't sanctify God unless we say and do what God has told us to say and do. Not drawing attention to ourselves, but saying What God told us. Now we see the death of Moses, for he's not going to go into the land that was promised them by God because he did not sanctify God. Numbers 27 And the Lord said unto Moses, Get thee up unto this mount Abarim and see the land which I have given unto the children of Israel. You can see the land, but you're not going to go into the land, for you're going to die right now. Now this shows us that God expects a discipline in our life. Verse 13, And when thou hast seen it, Thou shalt also be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother was gathered. For ye rebelled against my commandment in the desert of Zin, in the strife of the congregation. For you basically failed to sanctify me, at the water before their eyes. You sanctified yourself by striking that rock twice. One of the early scriptures that God taught me by is this. Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord. You have to have a healthy fear of God. Of If you don't do what God says, there can be a penalty attached. So you develop a fear of the Lord when you read these examples from the Old Testament. And that is healthy. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. When you sanctify yourself, you are trying to get the praise of men. But it's the praise of God that comes by sanctifying God in the sight of the people. Verse 14 of Numbers 27. God says, For ye rebelled against my commandment in the desert of Zen in the strife of the congregation, as you were striving with the congregation. For you failed to sanctify me, says God, at the water before their eyes. That is the water of Meribah in Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. So after that, Moses asked God to appoint a man to lead the children of Israel because he was going to die at that time. Numbers twenty-seven fifteen, And Moses spake unto the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation, basically to take his place which may go out before them, and which may go in before them, and which may lead them out, and which may bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord be not as sheep, which have no shepherd. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay thine hand upon him, and set him before Eleazar, the priest, and before all the congregation, and give him a charge, an assignment, an order, in their sight. Verse 20, And thou shalt put some of thine honor upon him, that all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. And he shall stand before Eleazar, the priest, who shall ask counsel for him after the judgment of Urim, Urim and Thummim, which was a shield with stones precious stones that they at that time in the old testament ask counsel from that god would give them his counsel that's strictly old testament new testament each of us are given the spirit of god so james 1 5 says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God directly. You don't go to a priest, you go directly to God. Because the Spirit of God is in those in the New Testament church who belong to God. First Corinthians chapter three, know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwelleth in you, says the Apostle Paul. Back to verse 20 of Numbers 27. God says to Moses, And thou shalt put some of thine honor upon him, upon Joshua, that all of the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. In the New Testament church, we can have the same thing happen to us. I never told anyone at Word of Faith that I was called to be a prophet, apostle and prophet. I never told anyone. But by the words that I spoke, they knew the Spirit of God was in me. And they often said, The hand of God is upon you strongly, and we know it. That was because of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For God often gave me word of knowledge, and it came to pass, and they knew I was of God. That's what God does with a true minister who is called by God. Ephesians chapter 4, after Jesus arose into heaven, he gave to the church some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The church recognizes you as being a minister of God by the Holy Spirit that is in you and the works, the spiritual gifts God gives you by His Spirit. So we have the same thing in the New Testament, like the Spirit of Moses being upon Joshua. One Sunday morning at Word of Faith, Robert Tilton said, in front of the whole congregation, Joan Boney is not a teacher. She's a prophetess. Our Bible teacher said, that's it. That's what she is. He didn't know. Many times he said he had started to say that I was called by God as a teacher. But he was very sensitive to the spirit of God. And he said, but there was a check in my spirit that that was wrong. So I didn't speak it. But when he heard the pastor say, she's a prophetess, he said, that's right. That's it. It's a prophet. Of course, they didn't know about apostle. But this is the same thing as God telling Moses, put his hand upon Joshua in front of the whole Congregation, so they would know Joshua had been appointed by God as the leader to lead them into the promised land and that they would obey him. Verse 20 And thou shalt put some of thine honor upon him, that all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest who shall ask counsel for him after the judgment of Urim before the Lord. At his word shall they go out, and at his word shall they come in, both he and all the children of Israel with him, even all the congregation. So basically, Moses is going to say Joshua is to be in charge to take you into the promised land. Verse 22, And Moses did as the Lord had commanded him. And he took Joshua and set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation. And he laid his hands upon him and gave him a charge, gave him an assignment in front of the congregation. This is the person who will lead the congregation after my death. As the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. So we see the parallels between the Old Testament and the New Testament.